for me, you know, I, I had a lot of questions. Um, there were things that were important to me in terms of uh, my family life and bringing my family first. Um, I, it was, work is work. You know, I feel like we can all do our work and we can do it well. Absolutely. But I needed, yeah, what was important to me with this next major move was that my values, my personal values aligned with the firm's values. That was like the very first question that I, I, I asked. I was like, what is your policy concerning flexibility? What is your policy concerning family? You know, um, what is your posi- uh, policy concerning providing support, right? I'm about to step into a role that I will now be exposed to um, a whole lot more that I, I, ne- I didn't necessarily do at my prior, in my prior role. Welcome to the Mother Honestly podcast. This is your host, Blessing Adeshion, founder and CEO of Mother Honestly. On this show, we interview ambitious women that are thriving in and beyond motherhood. Expect honest and real conversations that will encourage and inspire you to take actions on your dreams. Welcome to the Mother Honestly podcast. Today with me, I have Bolanle williams Oli. She is the chief financial officer at Mancini Duffy. It's a, um, it's an, it's, it's a design company, um, I believe out of New York. So Bolanle, please, I know I'm butchering this. So please feel free to, um, you know, to chime in and correct me where I'm wrong. But you're a mom of two and you have so many, um, you know, other things that you're doing. Rich Nigeria, Bola Crafts and so many other nonprofits. She builds waves um, that you are definitely spearheading, you know, amazingly and doing well. And I just want you to give us a quick introduction into who you are and what you do, and um, and we'll go from there. How about that? <laughs> Sounds great. Well, thank you, Blessing, for having me, and thanks to everyone who tunes into the Mother Honestly podcast. You guys are amazing. First of all, the podcast content is great. So kudos to you and your team for everything that you do. Um, like Blessing said, my name is Bolangli williams Oli, and yes, I am the Chief Financial Officer at Mancini Duffy. Um, Mancini is an architectural and interior design firm. Um, we're actually 100 plus year old, but we have a startup mentality now. Um, so we are progressing and moving forward in that sense. Um, I have been at Mancini now for uh, two years. And yes, I also have two little munchkins called the two, Penny and Shola. Um, Tenny is five, Shala is three, um, and I think that's it. Wow. you want to know a little bit more? Yeah, I want to know more about you. How did you get your start? You know, yeah. where did you start from? And, you know, we all say started from the bottom, now we're here, right? So, where did yes, you, you know, you know, where did you grow up? Where did you go to school? How did you fall into architecture and design? And, you know, ultimately, you're now the chief financial officer. So, what was all of that? Like, what built up into that moment? I know you and I, we've talked about, you know, how you rose in your within your company to become the chief financial officer, which is not 
a small feat for um you know a, a minority and also a woman um you know to to be to achieve a C level executive status in in, in a company that is a one hundred year old company. So I think you know just walking us through your journey, you know where you started and how you how you became you know the CFO at such a young age, if if you will. Um, so if you can just walk us through that and and hopefully you know a mom at home can really benefit from it. Of course. So I'm originally from Nigeria. I grew up in Nigeria and um, moved to New York City uh, at 18, 17, 18 to go to college. So I studied mathematics at Hunter College. I did my bachelor's and master's. Of course, when I moved here first, um, math was not uh, my initial major. I wanted to do engineering. I took physics and I was like, yep, no, that's it. I'm not doing physics. Let me do what I know. So I remember having the conversation, calling my mom to say, listen, I'm changing my major. I will minor in computer science. And for some some of you guys, you might be able to relate with this, but sometimes parents might, you know, they might not have an understanding if it's not a traditional, if you're not going to school to study something traditional, lawyer, doctor. Um, and here I was calling my mom to say I was going to study math. <laughs> However, I knew that that was my, my strong suit. I'd, I'd been really good with numbers from very little, um, and so I decided to do that. Um, going to graduation or, or actually finishing up my degree, I initially didn't know where I would end up. You know, a lot of my friends were in financial services, so Correct. I tried to get into a couple of the, you know, uh, a couple of the firms then, and unfortunately, I wasn't able to get in because at that point in time, I wasn't, I couldn't clearly say this is what I wanted to do. Right. I didn't know. It was like, okay, you have this math degree, but what are you going to do for us? Um, And then um, it was getting close to graduation um, and I needed to find a job because I was an international student. And I remember I was. (laughs) So we were both on on the struggle boats because I came when I was 17, 18 as well to the University of Florida and also an international student. So this is this is two immigrants on the phone talking, guys. Exactly. (laughs) Um, and so I remember sitting in, a, in, I think, our computer lab at school, and I was looking in the New York Times classifieds. This is before the Indeed, LinkedIn, um, the way you would find jobs was either through your school's career center or you were looking online. So I remember looking through New York Times, and I'd seen a, a job listing for a junior project accountant um, at an architectural firm. Well, it so happened that back in high school in Nigeria, I had taking technical drawing and so I was like you know what this might be interesting you know I, I kind of like technical drawing when I was in high school let me try to apply for this position I did and then I got uh, called in for an interview and I remember myself I, and I always I go back to this point because I remember reflecting on a resolve that I, I decided to do when I was walking to that interview I said I was going to own my degree I was going to own my thesis Correct. I was going to speak to what I know, right? I remember the difference between that interview and the others were, was that I wasn't confident. I couldn't go in there and say, this is why I'm studying math. This is how it can be beneficial to your firm. This is the value that I'm bringing. And I remember I went for that interview um, feeling confident to speak, you know, into what I'd been doing for the last five years okay. um, of my life. And then it so happened that the person who was interviewing me actually studied math. Wow. <laughs> and so, yes. And so we connected on that on that front end. Um, and by the next day or two days after I got I got um, my job offer. 
so that's how I, I got into the architectural industry. Um, started work, you know, as a junior project accountant, you're pretty much doing a lot of ad, ad hoc um, adult responsibilities for the team, you know, picking up stuff. And I kind of really had to find my place. I didn't, it wasn't a clear cut definition of what my role is, especially compared to my peers then. You know, like I said, uh, friends were in financial services, so they could easily say, you know, they were an operations analyst or they were a financial analyst, and you, and you could go online and Google what their task or their role was. For me, I, ha- I sort of had to learn my way through. Um, and so, Fast forward, I think, to 2008 when we had the financial re- uh, recession here, well, in, in the States, and that created opportunity for me. Unfortunately for some of the folks senior to me, they lost their jobs, but that showed opening for me. I saw it as an opportunity for me to step into, you know, take on more work, step into their roles, learn a bit more. So I remember going to speak to CFO at my first job and saying, listen, I think um, if you give me the opportunity, I can pick up these these tasks and and really be uh, an asset to the firm. Wow. And so he did that. You know, I'm very grateful to um, that my first C, uh, CFO because he taught me a lot. A lot of my foundation yes. came from him. That's amazing. You know, but uh, yeah, so like, I, and that firm is called HLW International. Um, I spent five years there, and I felt, um, you know, I knew accounting. I knew architectural accounting, project accounting, one way. And that uh, for me to continue to grow, like if I wanted to remain in the industry, I needed to switch, you know, to a different firm so that I could see how things were done, um, done elsewhere. And so I moved to my to the next firm called SOM uh, and spent another five years there where I was a senior project accountant, Um, spent another five years there, learned a lot. I got to work on international projects. I, I, I was the project accountant for our China work. So that gave me international exposure. I worked on, I, you know, I'm, I always say this, I'm able to proudly say that I was the accountant for the World Trade Center, the new nice. one. Nice. Um, you know, working there, w- working through that, going to visit the space. My project managers, re- you know, I really made sure that I was, I was a team member for my project managers and not just someone in accounting, right? I showed interest in their projects. Um, I wanted to know more about what, you know, what, what, what are these beautiful projects that we always do, you know, these complex projects that we work on. Correct. So spent five years there, and I had my two babies there, and I could have easily, very, very easily um, remained there. And, and what I mean by that is I had stability. You know, I had, I had, I had um, two little ones. Uh, one was two years old, and I just had my son. Um, but randomly I got well not randomly you know everything happens for a reason I got a call asking if I was interested in you know speaking to someone about a possible opportunity and so I was like you know what it doesn't hurt to talk I took the call went to lunch and um, fast forward a couple months after I ended up in Mancini as the controller wow now now yeah yeah for me you know I, I had a lot of questions um, there were things that were important to me in terms of uh, my family life and bringing my family first. Um, I, it was work is work. You know, I feel like we can all do our work and we can do it well. Absolutely. But I needed, yeah. What was important to me with this next major move was that my values, my personal values, aligned with the firm's values. And I think that is something that is important, um, especially for women, is when we are seeking out opportunities, when we are seeking out, um, you know, 
aligning our ambitions and our family goals, we need to definitely look at the core values of the company that we are that we are looking at, as well as our exactly. own core value personally. Um, that was exactly. one of the things that drew me to BASF was really just thinking about, you know, is this a company that values women? Is this a company that values mothers? What are their policies, their corporate policies say about how much value they place on women in the workplace. And, you know, I started digging in and I could see that they offered 16 weeks of maternity leave. They offered backup care for kids. They offered parental leave even for the men, which, you know, which I was the one who first worked for BASF. And then when I found out they were offering paternity leave, you know, I called my husband. I said, hey, maybe you need to, you know, come over to this company. And he applied and he got the job. And, you know, those because those were the core values that were important to us. So I really appreciate you bringing that point up on on really looking at those values, not just even looking at, oh, how much are they going to pay me? Is this great work? But also just looking at if the, the, the value of the company aligns with your own core personal values. So great, great exactly. research there, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And um, and I think um, I, would, I, I would say most women should not, or, or most people in general, don't be afraid to ask this question um, because, again, you have to look, look out for what is best for you from a positive standpoint, right? Look out for what is best for you and your family. For me, I had two little ones. What was important for me was that I could, um, I needed that flexibility with time. I needed to be able to drop off my kids in the morning, needed to be able to pick them up from school. Um, And it was important for me that my kids' school knew who I was. Um, At my prior firm, um, I didn't necessarily, you know, I had had my father-in-law living with me, thank God for good support system. So my father-in-law did the school runs for me, but I noticed that the school didn't know me right? Because I wasn't there as much. Maybe I came in for special events, but it was important that my kids also saw me present, especially now that I had two children. So that was like the very first question that I I, I asked. I was like, what is your policy concerning flexibility? What is your policy concerning family? You know, um, what is your uh, policy concerning providing support, right? I'm about to step into a role that I will now be exposed to um, a whole lot more that I I, ne- I didn't necessarily do at my prior in my prior role. You know, a lot of people who are controller CFOs have been, especially in our industry, have probably been been um, working for twenty plus years, twenty five plus years, and here I was with, you know, ten years experience about to step into this this um, new role. And so part of the things that uh, my firm had provided for me was actually almost a mentor slash consultant that worked with me and guided me my first year. I just needed that sounding board. And I think firms need to, to really, really pay attention to that. Like Absolutely. if you see good talent that you want to come and work with you, provide them with the right tools so that you're not setting them up to fail. So I was, you know, I had my potential. I knew my work inside out. I knew that once I took this role, I was going to, you know, work hard apply myself, especially because I wanted flexibility around other things. I wanted flexibility to do all, you know, like you had mentioned, my nonprofit, uh, Reach Nigeria. I needed, I also needed my firm. So I, I, this is a, another important thing. I, up front, I said, hey, listen, I'm involved in a lot of things. Is this a problem for you? You need to see this, you need to see my, my external activities as a plus to the firm, right? It, Absolutely. It, it, it makes me who I am. It makes me bring my best self. And if you're seeing it as sort of like um, a competition or is she going to leave and do do this, 
that that's not how you should view it. Every everybody is multifaceted. Everybody has multiple interests, and when you appreciate that in your workers, when you appreciate that in 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 possible hires, um, it only makes that hire uh, or a person coming to work for you bring their best self, right? So I'm committed while I'm here to do my best work, and then that allows me to do all the other things that I'm interested in. So it, it wasn't seen as uh, you need to pick one thing or the other, but as this is Bolanli, <laughs> this is who she is. Absolutely. Um, and and she is, you know, she is progressing. So uh, April 2017, I got, I came to Mancini as the controller, and then within a year, um, May 2018, I always say this, May is like my, my best, May 2018 is my best month ever of 18 because I graduated with my second second master's <laughs> and I became actually it was the next day by the, then I graduated on a Wednesday and then the next day I got promoted to CFO like wow. we officially announced it to the firm that's so, amazing so that has been my yeah that's how I, I became CFO and 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 I want to be clear it's hard work you know I'm sure it's, it's not it's, I mean yeah. to be the CFO it's of not, a company I'm yeah. sure it's not cake <laughs> You, you understand what I mean? Like it's it's I it's been a wonderful learning tough experience, right? You have a title now. You have to you, you're essentially responsible for for people's lives, right? Absolutely. People and their families' lives. People don't sometimes people don't think about this, but how your paycheck comes in every two weeks. That that all think about it now. I'm on that side where I have to make sure that that every you know every single my employees are cared for. Their their interests are, are being being nurtured, being valued. Correct. And so it's been interesting being on now the other side. I would say of 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 my career journey. You know, being in leadership, having to deal with with um, thinking about things like this. Correct. I, and I think that you, I mean, you are definitely a a wonderful. Um, you know. I want to say some someone that you know a lot of women, especially in our community, look up to, right? Because of <laughs> your journey and you know so many, you know, I mean, it's not even just the the good things, but also the bad things, the the challenges, yep. you know, that you faced across the road, and also I think your ability to not only create time for your own personal ambition, but also to create time to give back, you know, through so many other things that you do. Um, and I and I want to I, I want to make sure that we have time to this those things because I think that those things sure. are important um, one of the things that you you've, you recently started um, is, is she Build waves and I've been following the journey and I think it's such an amazing um, outlet or opportunity for women in in the design world or architectural world if you will um, because that field is really dominated by men and so yep. and so when we find women that are I think maybe because I have a chemical engineering background, right? And I know that, you know, I'm I'm always one out of um you know, every other maybe 20, 20 men in the room um, as a woman. And so I, I definitely understand what it means to be a minority in your field. And so can you just walk yeah. us through why you started She Builds Waves and what you guys have been able to accomplish in such a short time frame? Of course. So um for me, I'm, I'm just passionate. I'm very passionate about community. I'm passionate about um, women bringing up other women, empowering other women to know that it's that their dreams are are important, they are valid, 
And that's why I, I really also connect with Mother Honestly. Um, community, <laughs> Mother, everything that Mother Honestly is doing because it really gingers me. It really pushes me. Um, and in, in some way, somehow, that's also what has helped push me to start She Builds Waves. So again, um, earlier this year, for me, you know, I sort of now moved up the ranks. And now I'm on the other side. Like I said, I'm, I'm part of leadership. Um, and I had started thinking about ways in which I could have industry impact. I really wanted um, other women to to know that it's possible. I wanted other women to have accessibility, right? So I feel like when I was coming up, um, when you think about people who were part of the leadership group or who were partners at their firm, they almost felt untouchable to me. Now, that could mean because I, I worked for a really big firm, a really big company, so maybe not their fault per se, but that access, knowing, sort of having that um, guidance, knowing that your the concerns you have as you're, as you're, you're going through your career journey, somebody is invested in, in you. Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, was is very important to me. And then the other thing for me, um, I feel like um, a lot of the organizations out now that exist um, support care for a lot of the technical staff. And we, I want to say we, those of us that are in the um, non-support but critical roles of our firms, right? In our industry, our industry is architectural or your interior designers, but there, there's everybody else that's making everything possible. The marketing group, the legal group, the finance group. Um, you know, I wanted to create an environment where women in these other areas felt comfortable enough to, um, you know, coming together. So not just, not just designers, but you, you're, you're an accountant. You, you needed a support group to be able to plug into. And that's where the idea of She Builds Waves sort of came from. And I was like, you know what? This year, I was like, my plate is full, but it's very, very important to me to launch this. I wanted it to be this year. And I, and I said I was going to commit to having four what we've now called, uh, or what I have now called the quarterly conversations, awesome. where, you know, it's offline engagement, we come together, we discuss things from our points of view, you feel comfortable enough to, you know, express the the fears, the struggles, the challenges, even the successes that, you, you know, that all the attendees have experienced, Correct. and everybody learn from each other. Absolutely. I wanted people to be comfortable enough to, to speak up. I wanted people to be able to, to leave and take practical tools, right? When you walk out the door, how can I apply what I've just listened to? You know, you've been, you've been inspired, but what, what can I do to actually help my journey? And so we had the first quarterly conversation, March 28th. We, t- we focused on success at various stages in design. It was amazing. Um, attendance was great. Uh, I saw pictures, so I know you guys definitely yeah, rocked it. it. <laughs> yes, yeah, it was really great. I mean, 80% of the people that came, I did not know them, so that's good. <laughs> it wasn't just my friends. Isn't that nice when, when people show up yes. and you're like, I don't know you, so this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, it, it was really great. Um, it was a great experience for me. I learned so much, right? I also see things from from you know, my own point of view, but it was also nice for me to connect with, connect with the floor. And when I say the floor, I mean designers, architectural, architecture, um, architects, engineers, right? Connect with them also. And, them, and for them to also connect with me. Internally in my firm, I push for that. I'm like, we are not separate. We're all a team. We're Absolutely. all working towards a common goal. So you need to really integrate us 
and see us as team members. You don't only talk to the to accounting at the end of the month when it's time for billing. You're always talking to your accountants. You're always relying on them for the numbers to help you. And so it was nice to see that across firms, across disciplines. Right? We're breaking that dis- um, we're breaking that um, barrier. Absolutely. And cross, you know. And so it was great. We have the next one coming up June twenty seventh, which actually is my birthday. That's awesome. I was awesome. like, this would be. Yeah, I was like, this would be a great way to spend, you know, spend two to three hours of my of my birthday connecting with women on this on another level. Absolutely. And the topic for that is, um, I titled it the She Effect: Bringing Your Authentic Self to Your Career and Beyond. Oh, I, I feel love like, it. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be really, it's going to be really great because a lot of times I find that people, or, or at least in our industry, that um, you know, sometimes they, you could be unsure of. If you should show your real self, should you keep, you know, should you keep one, your outside life separate? Should you be one way at work? How do you, how do you stand your, stand in your own right when you are in a room full of 20 men, right? And you're the only woman. How do you, how do you speak up? How do you express yourself? How do you find that confidence? And so after the first conversation, I noticed that women were sort of talking about that. The, the topic idea had been brewing in my head. I was like, this is going to be perfect. That I love really, it. It's a topic that needs to be delved into further. I love and it. So and, I'm and for that. Yeah, I mean, I love it because that's something we've been talking about a lot as well at Mother Honestly is how can you, you know, how can you bring that authenticity to the workplace? Like saying, hey, yeah. having that conversation. I have three kids. I'm going to need flexibility. I'm going to need to work from home on Fridays. I'm going to need to do X, Y, and Z. Is that something that this company would support me on? Or even just the ability to, you know, at any given time, be able to talk about your family. You know, like, for example, you know, at my work, not that, you know, I want to go to work and talk about my kids all day. I mean, I definitely like to escape my kids. Um, So for me to even go (laughs) to work and start talking about them is probably not going to happen much. But when it does happen, you know, I don't need to feel guilty or feel like, oh, my God, you know, is that something that is acceptable? Is this something that I need to be talking about? Because, you know, if I need to leave at 4 p.m. and I'm in a meeting and it's 345 I should be able to say guys you know what why don't we wrap up I think there's a lot of the you know this discussion that we can wrap up offline by email I would like to exit um, because I you know I have 15 minutes to pick up my kids and that should be perfectly okay and I think that that's what brain for me anyways the way I'm interpreting this is that's what it means to bring your authentic self to the workplace Uh, because at the end of the day we are not robots we are not um, just employees we are moms we are women we are lovers we are you know part of a society we are for example what you're doing creating um, you know an outlet for women you know in your field and I think that that's so many facets, right, of who you are, and you should be able to bring all of that to to the workplace. And and I mean, we are in a, we are in an age where you know there's what we call work life integration, right? Where women are really seeking, or even millennials in general, men and women are seeking to you know bring their life to work and bring their work to into their life. They they don't want it to be separate. They don't want to. They want to be able to come to work and be able to you know work out. You know, they want to be able to work out. You know, maybe maybe 
doing 12 to 1, you know, go to a nearby gym and, and work out. And that to them is work-life integration. And they want to be able to, you know, go home and maybe at night, you know, check on their emails from their phone and say, hey, you know, let me quickly prioritize what I'm going to do at work tomorrow and, and, and clean that up before I, I go to bed. They want to be able to do that. And so how can we, and the only way you can do that is by being authentic. You know, you cannot yeah. try to yeah. separate everything and say, oh, my God, you know, when I'm at work, you should 100% be work from 8 to 5. That's not realistic <laughs> for yeah. anybody. Uh, no, no, I, <laughs> and I agree. And and I would say that, um, again, not to, I really love my firm. <laughs> but I really love my firm because they support me, right? I might not be, I might not, if I was somewhere else, I might not necessarily be able to do this, right? They, again, like remember the point I had said earlier, you might see it as, as competition and they may be like, okay, maybe she's at her desk and she's not doing the things that she needs to do. Correct. Not understanding that us as moms and other people too, but I feel like us as moms, because we, we value our time, they don't understand. I, I believe I, I became even more efficient once I became a mother. I'm Absolutely. like, I have this set time. I need to leave by a particular time. I am, you know, I'm doing what I, I I'm getting what I need to do done. Absolutely. Right? So, Absolutely. So I would say that having that firm support is also allowing me to do all these things. All the things that do, you're doing. You know, do Absolutely. All things and do it, do it in an authentic way and a, a way true to myself. Well, we are proud of you. We are proud of you for for pushing for pushing all of this and for you know just going out there and living your most authentic self, your most authentic life, and obviously you're being rewarded by it because you're upfront, right, with your company, you're upfront with your family, you're upfront with you know all the things that you do, and I think that that's where people really need to understand that you know the 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 best way to get anything done is just to be open and honest about it, and and to frame it around your your personal strengths. You know, you, you obviously have something to offer the company, which is why you've been so successful. And so really honing in on that and saying, I know what I can do, um, but here are some of the things that I'm also doing. Or here are some of the things that I would like to change within the company. Or here are some of the yep. things that, you know, I would prefer um, that, you know, you offer. And so having that conversation up front and just being real and honest about it. Um, so thank you so much, Bolanli, for, for coming on our podcast today. I think you have shared so many amazing, amazing information. I know you also work on Reach Nigeria, which is another great yeah. platform. <laughs> Um, you know, you. that yeah. that we are so excited. You know, I would love to get involved. Um, you also have Bola Crafts and other side projects that you work on. So you are a very busy woman, um, obviously. <laughs> and um, I think maybe we should ask you one more last question. How do you make all of this work? You know, it seems like you have your, your hands full. So do you have help? How do you align everything in order for you to be able to achieve um, so much in a day? <laughs> so... Uh I, I, my motto one is one day at a time. I have this one day and I need to maximize myself, maximize what I'm giving to that day. Um, so that's the, very, that's the, first of all, I think it's a mental thing, right? I, I know that I can, I can be doing more. I know that I have so much more to give. So Correct. not everybody is built that way, right? You don't have to you might be doing one thing, you might be doing multiple things, but it's how are you showing up to those things, right? Not everybody's going to, everyone, somebody could be comfortable just doing their day job and there's nothing wrong with that. I want to make sure that people understand that, right? But what is your mentality behind getting into that day? Then 
the practical way, my husband and I are 100, 100% when it comes to our kids. So we both wake up in the morning, we work out, we are both getting the kids ready. We both drop the kids off, you know. Correct. And we're both doing pickup together. One, one, one husband, uh, my husband takes one child, I take another child, we get them to bed so that then we can have our downtime. So that's, that for me is where the day-to-day support and, and I won't call it help because it's, it's all in there, his children. You understand what I mean? Correct. Oh, but yeah. Oh, we yeah. We're both committed to our children. We're both committed to our, our family coming first. You know, we've, him also, fortunately, at his job, he's expressed to them and told them, listen, I have, I have little kids. You know, these are not grown, grown children. I have little kids I need to be present for. So fortunately, we are both working for firms that understand that and give us flexibility on time we get to work. Um, the last thing, let me see, what else? So yeah, so I have support from my husband daily. Occasionally, from time to time, I have my um, wonderful in-laws come in. My mom will be coming from Nigeria next week. And she'll be here with us for the summer, so that's going to be great for that's the kids. That's amazing, absolutely. And also great for me, you know. So, because so mama needs be mama needs rests. Out. Yes. Yes, yes. So I'm either I, I like to say that either I'm either 100 busy, 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 or take for example this weekend we have nothing scheduled, no outside ex, you know activities except swim, and then we're all going to just relax and chill. So I have weekends where we're not doing anything and we're just relaxing. We're connecting as a family. Where you know barbecuing and and hanging out, so I'm either doing everything or I'm doing zero, <laughs> and and relaxing and resting. So so some of that's some of the ways that has allowed me. My husband is truly a a a rock, and he 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 likes to say I'm one of one, and I'm built the way I'm built. So he supports me in all the different things that I'm doing. He knows that this is who I am. I can't sit down still for too long. Um, so that support, daily support comes in there. Um, oh, I, I also try to be, when I can, you know, as organized as possible. Preparation is key. Absolutely. Right? Like, and so even... If I... If I uh-huh. No, no, no. Go ahead. I think, I think yeah, yeah, the organization, I think, is the biggest piece um, yes. for, for everybody. I think it's if you can align yeah. everything and you know what you know what your calendar is and I exactly. that's my biggest thing is because I have so many things you know I have my corporate work yeah. I have my I have mother honestly I have you know my MBA so I kind of need to like figure out where my schedule is at every at any moment yeah. in time <laughs> mama you're living you're living my life uh what was this <laughs> three years ago because remember I started my own my master six months pregnant so oh my goodness I, I am where you are at like three years ago <laughs> So Interesting. Yes, if, I, and, and you see it, right? If you're if if the night before, let's take for example with the kids' lunch, I notice how smoother our mornings run Correct. when I've packed our, I've packed all our food. Um, we've prepped. I even packed down to their water, down to the water they're going to drink. I've packed everything, and I know how much smoother that that allows our mornings go. So we try as much as possible. It doesn't happen every single day, but um, we try to hold ourselves. We don't beat ourselves up. If, you know, we're in the new day and it doesn't go as planned, but we know that if we're able to do these little things, um, preparation things and being organized, um, we know that our days run a whole lot smoother for us and we're more productive, you know. So, so those are some of the things that I do to help um, keep me on track. No, I think you're doing such great things. Um, thank you so much for joining us. And where can our listeners find you? Sure. Um, 
so on IG, which is which I would say is my where I'm most active, Instagram, I'm at Bolanle underscore HQ. So that's at B O L A N L E underscore HQ. Um, I am. It's the same on like Twitter, but I don't tweet as much. So if you tweet me there, I might respond in like three days. Um, and you can find me on LinkedIn, um, Bolanle. Uh, W-O, I think is my LinkedIn um, URL. So LinkedIn.com slash B-O-L-A-N-L-E-W-O. And you can also find She Builds Ways at www.shebuildsways.com, the same handle um, on all social media platforms at She Builds Ways. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, let's connect listen, you after this. Tag the other, yeah, you can help tag the other. The Absolutely. Other, the other Absolutely. Thank you so much for all your help. I really appreciate you. And thank you so much for creating the time um, to come in this morning and, and, and talk to us and, and just inspire so many women. Um, I think that, you know, we definitely have a lot to learn from all your accomplishments. And, um, and hopefully, you know, your story, our story can can inspire someone to, you know, go after their dreams and be authentic at work, be authentic, you know, in whatever endeavors or, you know, they are pursuing and just really show up, right? I think the, the, the best place to start is to show up and, and be your authentic self. So thank you so much, um, Bolanli, for coming. And I look forward to connecting with you at the summit. I know you're coming to Modada Summit in October. Oh, you're one of our wonderful speakers. So definitely looking looking forward to that. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Have a wonderful day. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Mother Honestly podcast today. If you enjoyed this episode, we urge that you go on and rate, review, and subscribe to the Mother Honestly podcast. Also follow us on Instagram. Yes. And if you would like to be a guest on our podcast, you can reach out to me, the podcast manager, Kristen Baffo, at Kristen at MotherHonestly.com. I'm so excited we have our own email. It makes us I feel know. legit. Well, see you guys when you rate, review, and subscribe to us. Thank you. Thank you.